everyone. Welcome to Perfect Timing Podcast. I'm your host, Sydney chandler Monet, and today I have three lovely young women from Save a Girl, Save a World. As you all know, I am the communications intern for Save a Girl, Save a World, which is a nonprofit organization that gears towards HBCU women in you know, college, just getting them into mentorship relationships and just upping, uplifting them from the ground up with their four pillars. And today we're going to be talking about our experience at the annual summit that we all just attended this past weekend. And so I'm just going to give a little brief intro to everyone I have here because these are just phenomenal women that I'm so blessed I had the opportunity to meet this weekend. So I'm going to start off from the top and work my way down. So I've had this girl on multiple times before. You guys know and love her. She's Dinesha Clark. She is the HBCU Recruitment and Ambassador Management Coordinator for the Speak Up Project and a graduate from Clark Atlanta University with a, degree, with a degree in Mass Media Arts. Following her, we have Ms. Letitia Jackson, who is the Chief Executive Officer for Tandika LLC, who is recognized for her successful public health policy campaigns. And finally, we have Ms. Morgan Stinson. She is the Social Impact Manager and Leader for the MGO Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Program, whose main focus is to create opportunities for underserved communities. Welcome to the show, everyone. <laughs> Hi, thank you for having us, Sydney. Of course. <laughs> Glad to be here. Yes. Hello, thank you for having us. So, okay, I'm going to take a moment here to make sure everyone can like get a briefing of what everyone was just sounding like. I know it's kind of different because everyone's just kind of listening. So, okay. Morgan, um, I'm going to have you do like a brief intro of yourself. How are you associated with Save a Girl, Save a World? And this will just be a way for my listeners to get to know you and just hear your voice out a little bit as we're continuing in our conversations. Yeah, sure. Hi, everyone. My name is Morgan Stinson. Um, I am originally from Detroit, Michigan, but I reside in Los Angeles, California. Uh, I became affiliated with Save a Girl, Save a World because of the past work that Miss Glenda Gill, um, our, our founder and president, he, what she did for me in the past and helped me find opportunities to fund myself um, and also just develop um, my knowledge throughout my college career and also my career beyond that. And so she asked me a couple of years ago to be involved with the organization. So for one year, I just became familiar with it and, and got to know some of the girls. And then in year two, um, I did actually join the board. So I've been on the board now for two and a half years almost. And um, yeah, I'm also a mentor. And um, one day I hope that my daughter as well joins Save a Girl, Save a World. So yeah, it's a little bit about me. Love that. Thank you so much, Morgan. Uh, Leticia, I think I'm going to move on to you. Awesome. Well, thank you. I got involved in Save a Girl, Save a World first as a mentee, as a mentor um, when Glenda f- first started the program. So I think I've been to just about every summit except maybe one. But um, I was just taken by the camaraderie, by the by the pouring in and the receiving of the pouring in that all the mentors do to the mentees. And I am one a firm believer as well as Glenda, um, as many of you have already, always heard her say, um, if you save a world, save a girl, you save the world. And it actually came from a quote from um, Dr. Malveaux in a conversation with Glenda. It's how the whole organization came to be. But as 
I'm also the convener of the Black Women, the South Alabama Black Women's Roundtable. And our focus is on Black women and Black women's issues, Black women and girls. And we know that Black women, Black girls, we are the ones that are at the forefront of everything that happens in our community. We are the power brokers within our community. And so the opportunity to pour into and help to mold the next generation was um, was one that I could not pass up. So I got involved initially as a mentee, as a mentor, and then and I also do a lot of work for the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. And I'm, I'm a consultant with the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation right now. I'm the project director for a program called um, Building Capacity to Reduce Tobacco Inequities in the South and the Midwest. It's primarily targeted towards African-American, low socioeconomic and rural populations. And uh, in that role, uh, we sought to fund organizations that were interested in public, advocate, public health advocacy, specifically around social justice issues as it connects to tobacco control. And so um, I encouraged um, Glenda um, and, and another partner of hers to, to apply for uh, the grant proposal. And they were successful. It went through a rigorous process. We had um, about 16 people reviewing proposals and applications. And there were several different layers. And of course, Save a Girl, Save a War, as you know, got funded. And I had to step up. And I was, I've also was a board member. So because of the role that I'm serving as, quote unquote, a funder, I had to step off the board, but I'm still um, able to participate as a mentee, as a mentor. Um, I keep saying mentee because I feel like I get mentored as well because I get, I learn so much every time we go to one of these summits. Um, but I, I'm still involved in that way as well as being the project director for the program. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. I love that. And Miss Dinesha, we all know and love. How are you affiliated with Save Girl Girls Save a World? And just give kind of a background on who you are and what you represent. Okay, so I am Donisha Clark. I am a Save Girl Girls Save a World intern and now a project associate for the Speak Up Project, um, the program that Miss Letitia was just speaking on around tobacco education on HBCU campuses. Um, a graduate of Clark Atlanta University, as you spoke earlier, and that's how I got into Save a Girl, Save a World. So I had a professor who referred me to First Lady Johnson, who then referred me to Miss Glenda to be a media intern because I was a mass media arts major. And so I ended up being a media intern for the 2018 annual summit. And from there, I became a Be Woke ambassador. And so even after my ambassadorship ended, I stayed with the program as a collegiate mentee and from there an intern. And so that's how I've been with them. And I've been with Speak Up for two years. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. I'm so glad that we are all here to, you know, sit and talk about, you know, Save a Girl, Save a World and the annual Power of Dreams Summit that we all just attended. I believe this was the 12th annual summit that we've had and it was our first time being in being in person excuse me after two years because of the pandemic and you know this was my first experience at the summit I tapped in for like a day last year just to like 
see what it was about. They let me introduce myself and everything to see, you know, what was going on. And it was a really nice experience for the time that I was there. I learned a lot. Um, but I think being in person was like a whole new experience for me. And so we can just, you know, get straight on into it. I can start about, you know, how the whole event went from my perspective. Um, so it was a three-day event. Uh, the first day was kind of like a meet and greet, kind of pop up, just, you know, like everyone who's coming together from all these different locations, networking, seeing what everyone's about. And I was the, I think there was only one other girl in high school. And, you know, as you guys know, I'm a senior in high school. Um, and it was like, come dressed in, you know, your HBCU gear, because all these girls come and co- come from HB- HBCU colleges. <laughs> and so, um, since I'm not really there yet, I had to act like a Howard student for the evening. So, you know, people are like looking at me like, okay, Miss Howard. I'm like, I, I, I don't know yet, guys. Don't, don't worry yet. But, um, you know, it was a really fun experience for me to see, you know, like what other girls from these schools are like and give me a taste of, you know, like what they represent. And uh, I believe the schools that were there were Bennett College, North Carolina A&T, uh, Clark Atlanta University, and, and Benedict <laughs> College. All of the girls, such a fun time having, you know, just like sitting and conversating with them. We had a dance party. It was amazing time. And like the second day was more of like a full conference day from like 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. It's just like a full day worth of like such valuable information, you know, coming from financial literacy, to mental health to, you know, starting up your own business and just like how to be, you know, a black girl in our world today. And I just resonated with so much with it, especially with mental health, as you guys know, I'm a huge advocate for, and it just really resonated with me to see how other girls my age and a little bit older who have gone through these same experiences that I have. And it just made me feel honestly, just less alone. And then the last, the last day, uh, it was more like a brunch. Um, you know, we had a motivational speaker, we had breakfast and we all just, you know, kind of said our goodbyes before everyone had to leave for, uh, the weekend and go back to our schools and wherever else we came from. And it was a very bittersweet moment for me. Cause I'm like, this was such an inspiring movement and summit that I'm so happy I was able to be a part of. And they also allowed me to go up on stage and just speak about my podcast and what was it, what was it about? And just like, I got to wear like my pink and green outfit. Everyone thought I was an AKA for the day. Um, but you know, it was, it was just an, a very beautiful experience. And I personally had the time in my life. So that's my little spiel. Uh, maybe we can go in the same order we have then. Morgan, how uh, was your experience with the summit this weekend? And just like everything from your perspective. Um, well, I thought it was amazing, especially for the simple fact that we haven't been able to collaborate in person um, since I've at least started on the board here. So I participated in the virtual summits um, and, and I have spoken at one before, but um, I thought that this summit was really great. I think that next year will be even better, but I really loved enjoyed hearing the different speaking um, speakers that came on board and how they address the different pillars, as well as engaging with all of you girls, you know, being able to actually go from table to table and sit down and have conversations and discuss, you know, some of your dreams and how we can be a resource to you or help you um, achieve those. And so even, you know, being able to like collaborate right after and talk about the speakers. Like if someone just came off, okay, so what did you guys think of that? Like, how does that make you feel? You know, really having that touch point interaction that we've lost since the pandemic, unfortunately. So I really enjoyed the summit. 
I did feel that my feet were killing me on day two. But y'all stomped the yard day one, so I could take a bullet day two. And so, but yes, I did. I I absolutely enjoyed the summit and all, meeting all of you ladies. You looked good though, Miss Morgan. You looked you looked real good. I was just about Thank to say, you. I was like, I was like, who is the girl over there with the long hair <laughs> doing it for everybody? Like, I absolutely loved that. But I'm so glad that we were able to connect and have you on my show now. The power of networking, guys, present in this moment. <laughs> yes, I appreciate it. Uh, moving on, Miss Letitia Jackson, how was the event for you and your from your perspective? And just like what did you take away from it? Well, first of all, it, it was just really great to be in person again. I really missed that part because it always energized me. Um, I am, it, it was really good because it continues to remind me that our future is bright because we have young ladies like yourself and all of the Save a Girl, Save a World mentees that participate in the program um, that are really doing exciting and wonderful things, even at this level. I mean, even I was impressed by you having your own podcast. You're in high school and you have your own podcast. So being able to be there to watch um, and not just watch, but to, to, um, to, to talk to and congregate with the young ladies uh, that were a part of it and also the mentors. It's always good to get together with them. There are some very, very, very powerful Black women that come together every, every year. Um, to pour into and to share uh, with the, the um, mentees in the organization, I always learn something. I always, I learn from you all. I am energized. I'm, I'm hopeful. It gives me optimism because we're living in really, really crazy times right now. And um, a lot of what you hear uh, or, or what what is basically portrayed um, about us uh, for us is a lot of negativity and that is not that's not what's happening that's not what's happening in the world and coming to save a girl save a world and being able to just love on and hug on and and talk to and learn from you all it it always energizes me and I always learn something I'm I'm a finance major by by um uh, by by original trade I don't I, I don't really work in the field anymore, but that was my major in college. And so I always love to see Gail Perry Mason and hear all the little nuggets about, about finance and investing that she does. And I always learn something from it and have basically modeled a lot of my investments around some of the things that we've learned from her over the years in Save a Girl. But this year was particularly good because we had so many wonderful um, speakers and some new young ladies that just made it made it seem like it's it, it just it just crystallized the fact that we are on the right track and that Glenda's vision was a powerful vision and we are going to continue to see powerful things from the young ladies involved particularly the ones that have actually been mentors that are not been mentees that are now mentors and have moved from from mentoring to being part of the staff it's just a wonderful thing to see and it's just it's it's fulfilling in a world that sometimes it's hard to find fulfilling things the way that things are going on in the country right now. 
I definitely agree with that, you know, just like being in person, you know, being surrounded by just like positive energy that black women put off. And, you know, growing up as like a really shy person and like breaking out of my shell, I've learned to, you know, kind of be like, quote unquote, like the life of the party. So like, I'm trying to, you know, like bring that kind of energy to these spaces. And it was just so relieving to see that there were girls there that were like, giving me the same energy back and like being their own life at the party that we can all like celebrate together. And it was just kind of like, oh my gosh, like I don't have to be like the standout only confident girl. That's the only one dancing in the room. Cause like, I want to get everyone moving and like up out of their seats, but like they were getting me out of my seats. I'm like, this is great. This is amazing. I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> yeah. There are very, there are very few shrinking violets. If, if any in save a girl, save a world. And I think it's just the nature of the, the organization and and all of the people that are involved just feel it's a sisterhood. Yeah, it's comfortability. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dinesha, I wanna I wanna know your standpoint on this weekend's summit and everything you took away from it. Um <clears throat> this weekend summit, it was really good. Um I'll say it was definitely different for me this time around. Again with us being back in person for the first time us wanting the aesthetic of the summit to like look really good and to be something that, you know, Saxaw hasn't seen before. So I hope y'all enjoyed the visuals. I hope they look good to y'all. Um, it looked great. Y'all did a great job, Danisha. It looked great. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Up for you. A lot went into that. Um, and so it was just like really exciting to just see it planned out from this point of view, again, going from a collegiate mentee to working like in SAGSAW, um, it definitely gives you more of a perspective of what all goes into planning something and wanting it to be genuine and useful and, you know, memorable and great. And I think that everyone on the team did a really good job. All the speakers were great. Um, I love the when and where. Shout out to, you know, Morgan for her speaking on the panel and dropping really good gems about working in the work in like corporate and how to like carry certain things and also how to know your brand and have intention in your brand. And that's something that I personally, you know, really, really valued that day, Um, as well as again, Ms. Gary Perry Mason. With the good financial advice, anything that she's talking about is is gold. And so it was really, really good. Um, I love the opening ceremony, watching y'all have fun and have the dance battles, watching you, Sydney, flourish with all the Clarkites, you know. Ah, it was just so great, you know, um, to see you in your future elements. Um, y'all, it's so funny because like the only thing... The only thing that Dinesha has ever asked of me was to apply to Clark Atlanta. And I did so. Okay. <laughs> and I appreciate that. I You're value that. <laughs> Great. I also want to give a shout out to uh, Dinesha and the rest of the team. You all really took it to a whole nother level this year. Uh, it was, I, I love the setup, the, the, um, the boxes with the speakers, the uh, pictures on it, the setup in like living room style um conversational style the the um the 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 place i guess you call it a step and repeat where you had the um the decorations i mean you took it to a whole mm-hmm. nother level it was really really nice you guys did a wonderful job 
Yes. Yeah. Shout out to Lynn Decor. Okay. Shout out to Lynn Decor. <laughs> she heard our dreams and captured it very, very well. Um, yes. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. We had, y'all, we had sparkly tiaras. We had like actual tiaras for the crown act with Dove, if you all know what that's about. And uh, we had like like the, one of those like slow-mo 360 cameras. My mom adores them. Whenever we like go to an event and there's one of them there, she's like, Sydney, we are getting on this machine. I'm like, okay. And so she loved it. I loved it. It's always a good time, you know, like, and again, you guys did a lovely job in preparing it. I feel like I was at like a high class A-list event. I was like, ah. Oh, we're here <laughs> because you were. It is. I was gonna say you were. <laughs> in the room with greatness. Okay. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, but before I close, I do want to like go around one more time and just asking everyone about you know their favorite speakers from the event. Dinesha, I think you elaborated on that a little bit. So I think I will aim this just at Morgan and Miss Letitia about their favorites. Um. I can start. I think my favorite uh, was the moderator for the whole event, Miss Michelle, who is a comedian. She is such a gem. The first time I met her was at the Black Women's Roundtable back in March. And it was like, she was just like a blossom of energy. I'm like, I want to be in the same room that she is at all times. And so she would give little tidbits at the beginning, just like giving us nice inspirational quotes, praying over us before we started the morning. It was just always something that I looked forward to each day. And um, so, yeah, I think even though she wasn't like a main speaker, she was more like the moderator MC. I still enjoyed her. I think she was definitely my favorite. I love her always. She's, she's, keeps you ladies all together and attentive and she always like reiterates the takeaways so she does a great job but the one that resonated most with me personally like where my walk of life um and like kind of just I don't know I had a great um experience overall with all of the speakers but I feel like I had got to a point in the day where again my feet were hurting I was tired and when um, Angela Wright came on stage, she just like really, I don't know, it just like clicked in my brain, like, girl, forget them feet and them shoes. And, you know, I don't know, I just got a different like spurt of energy from her. And maybe it was her explaining her experience and how tough it was for her, even though she took accountability. That's what like stuck the most like. She took so much accountability for her actions. And most people that go through things like that are always blaming somebody else. But she took full accountability and she still didn't let that stop, like her experience or her delay in time stop her from being successful, being positive, and even still giving herself back to other people. Because sharing your story takes a different level of vulnerability. And if I had known what I know now, as far as being emotionally intelligent, that if I had known that back when I was younger, going through some of these these things, I might have been more inept to share my story so that other women wouldn't go through that, right? But when I was younger, I always kept it close to the vest. And so she really just like, I just admired that so much that she, you know, trusted us to be vulnerable with us. She still, after all of that time being incarcerated, us taking, you know, people taking her lives away from her you know she still gave back to her community through her story and through her empowerment and I just thought I have her book right here I've been reading this since I got off the plane I'm like I'm trying to finish it I'm like come on now I gotta finish it but um yeah I really just enjoyed hearing her story and it gave me like a refresher so 
that one resonated most with me personally, but all of the speakers were great. I loved every single one of them. Um, I just felt like that one, that one woke me up like, okay, you got to get to it, girl. Like you can do it too. Let's go. Like, don't stop. Keep whatever is in your way. Those little minor issues, you know, take accountability for your, what, what you going through and keep it moving. So I really love that. Absolutely. You know, she was like, she's like the definition of uh, there's no excuses. And like, you know, she was supposed to be incarcerated for, I think, 13 years. I think uh, 30. thankfully her time got cut short. 30. For that. And she 30. Oh, yeah, she 30? Was in there for 30. And yeah. she's 30. Yeah, 30 originally. And she was in there for 13. No. In there for the 13 years. Yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, my word. Well, that just goes to show y'all. And I think she only had been out for like 18 months, right? And she wrote her book. She was writing her book yeah, she, while she was in jail. Like, yeah, when she hit me with the, I've been out 18 months, I was like, oh, what have I done last Yeah. Months? I'm like, I need to get my stuff together. Let me go ahead and. <laughs> 18 mm-hmm. months. I was exactly. like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Miss mm-hmm. uh, Letitia, your favorite speaker for the weekend. Well, um, I always enjoy Gail, as I said, Gail Perry Mason, because I, I love, I've, I've benefited a lot from her financial advice um, that she gets, that she brings to um, Save a Girl, Save a World every time she comes. Um, and I have used her strategies and I also make it a point that if I uh, am a consumer of a product, I make sure that I own it, that I at least have at least a minimum of one share. If I'm spending money on the company, I need to have one, sh- at least a share of the stock and to be an owner and not a consumer. That was, the, and that, and that, that has resonated with me all of the years that I've been coming to um, Save a Girl, Save a World. But I have to agree with Morgan that Angela was by far my favorite this year. Um, it really resonated with me for a number of, of reasons because her cousin, her first cousin, um, that that she was actually, they actually got, I, I think got sentenced around the, around the same time, uh, is a very, very, very dear friend of mine. Uh, I mean, he was an usher in my wedding. I've known him forever. I know her father. I we grew up. We we all grew up in the same neighborhood. Her father and my sisters and brothers and her aunts and uncles. We all grew up together. And um, because Angela lived in Jersey, I didn't I didn't know her as well as I knew the rest of the family. When I first saw her, her face looked so familiar to me, but I just it didn't click right. And then when she heard I was from Dothan, Alabama, she was like, oh, my father's from Dothan, Alabama. And when I realized who she was, I was like, girl, you're family. But her story, you know, the way that she, I agree, the way that she took responsibility for her actions and why she took those actions, the reasons behind it, because those are some of the same kinds of choices that a lot of the young ladies probably are experienced if they haven't will be experiencing at this point in their lives and it was very important for them to hear you know how your how a simple choice can change the entire trajectory of your life and that choices have consequences and that you have to think about it before you do it i thought she was the the perfect ending for um a really really good summit um and she by far was my favorite and of course I have the book as well, and I can't wait to finish it either. But um, I was just so proud of her and the way that she embraced. And the, and the other thing that I was really, I really 
that she the way that she embraced her truth and her growth in that truth, but also her spiritual walk um, and how she never, ever gave up and always knew that the Lord was with her and that she would come through to the other end of that. I thought that that was just so powerful. Absolutely. I honestly, I, I could, I could not agree more. And like, like Morgan was saying, like I sat up in my seat when she started talking, I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. okay, go ahead. Like, you know, just like sharing her story and like the way it just made me realize like, wow, like I have all these opportunities set ahead of me. And like, I, for me, honestly, I have a pretty high stature at school. So it's just kind of like something that I do in school, something that I do out of school could, you know, like just kind of mess that up for me and you like either like hurt my reputation and that's not something that you know I want especially during my senior year and so it's just like you know her just teaching us how to take the time that we have make the best decisions for our future selves and just plan accordingly and something this is like another thing about how save a girl save a world is always investing in our girls I believe it was Miss Gale who like stood up at the end of Angela's uh speech and it was just like um, I'm gonna buy all the books for everyone here. Oh, that was Miss Leticia. Oh, for real? Miss mm-hmm. Leticia brought the books. I apologize, Miss Leticia. <laughs> I was like, I remember someone stood up and did it, but um, she stood up and she was like, I'm gonna buy the books for all the girls in this room, and so everyone came went home with a free copy of Miss Angela Wright's book and signed personally. And so again, like, again, that's just like one of those examples as to how Save Girls, Save the World is always investing in our girls. Um, but I want to thank you all so, so much for joining me for the first half of this conversation. I know that was kind of lengthy, but, you know, I think it was worth it. And I think it's valuable to all my listeners to know what Save a Girls, Save the World has in store, especially as we are excited for next year's summit as well. Uh, so thank you, Morgan, Dinesha, and Miss Letitia so far. And we'll be right back after this break. Hey, this is Cindy Cherlinet, and I'm so excited to share with you my international podcast, Perfect Timing, that'll be broadcasting on Mondays at 2 p.m. through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and so much more. We will have outstanding guests that'll talk about their passions, goals, and dreams. Make sure you tune in and have a seat at the table where we will create a voice for us every Monday at 2 p.m. This is Cindy Collins of Perfect Timing. Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, Check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Welcome back, everyone. Again, I'm here with Morgan, Dinesha, and Miss Letitia. And we we're talking about our experiences at this past weekend, Save a Girl, Save a World annual summit, just talking about our perspectives on it, our favorite speakers from the event, and just how good of a time that we all had. So 
I kind of want to tie this in and get a little personal with each of you. And Dinesha, I will start with you. So um, you've been trying to bring me to Clark Atlanta for a minute. <laughs> like I mentioned earlier, you just really wanted me to apply, and I did. Um, and I just want to know, how did it feel to come back to your stomping grounds and just celebrate the empowerment and growth HBCU women uh, during the summit? I would say, like, despite us having our first homecoming as alum this past October, this weekend was the first time that I actually, like, felt like an alum, not just of my institution, but of like, save a girl, save a world. It just reminded me of my time as a mentee, what it was like for me coming in as a sophomore. I knew nothing about save a girl, save a world, but the way like they embraced me, watching, you know, everyone who also got to experience it for the first time, be embraced that way. Seeing some of my Saxo sisters from four years ago, like Faven, Arabia, Queen, like it was just so it felt like a homecoming like that was my homecoming um so it was cool it was so cool and it was so great having you there um all the CAU girls loves you uh they're hoping that you choose us um <laughs> it was great just having people in the school and running into like faculty and staff who always had something nice to say and so it was it was nice I'm glad you got to experience it. Hopefully you can come back and experience it during the day, like on a regular day, not a weekend summit. So you can really get the vibe of the school when you make your choice. All right, all right, all right. Um, but yes, it was such a pleasure to see you and Dinesha. I think the first time when I met you was back in March as well. And like, you're just a ray of sunshine. And I love like, you just make me feel so welcomed in this space. And I think I think we had only talked like through the groupies and everything before then. So like, just being able to like, see you again in person and just like, see everyone and all their mentors and mentees in person. It was just like a very eye opening experience. It's just being like the sisterhood is present. And I'm loving every minute of it. So Thank you so much, Dinesha. <laughs> Moving on, Miss Leticia. Um, I am just so inspired by the work that you do and everything that you do in your community. Um, and you value community engagement and equality for everyone. Um, so what more do you see yourself doing as project director of Tandika LLC in the future? And how uh, has this Saxo Summit influenced you? First of all, let me say I'm also a Clark alum. So... <laughs> You wouldn't go wrong with that choice. Um, I, you know, I have been involved in civic civic engagement, community organizing, um, voter education engagement for pretty much most of my career. Like even before I got out of, even before I went to college, got out and started doing it like really uh, as a profession, because I believe that. Um, making sure that our community is educated and understand the issues that impact our daily lives and understand the policies that impact our daily lives and how those policies are made and who makes those policies and encouraging young people like yourself, like Danisha and Morgan as well, to think about yourself as leaders, as policy leaders as well, because we need more, particularly more black women in positions of power, especially in positions of power as it relates to our electoral processes and the and the uh, officials that we elect to advocate for us and to advocate for 
passing laws and policies to improve the lives of our community, of our families, of our schools, of our churches. So I started my company, Tendaker LLC, because I wanted to, to spend most of my time focusing on self-determination and empowerment of the community that I came from of the and, 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 and black and brown communities across the country. Because I feel that once people, not I don't feel, I know, once people know and understand the, the dynamics of power, of power building, the power that they actually hold themselves within their own specific lives, how powerful they are as a community, voting together, court uh, organizing together, making decisions about the solutions for their for their communities, I think is important. And my experience has been that, you know, and it's it's it reminds me of a saying that you can you can give a man a fish and he can eat for a day, or a woman a fish and she can eat for a day. But you teach them how to fish. And not only can they eat for a lifetime, but they can feed others, right? So the work that I do is about teaching and training and building the next generation of leaders to be the ones that make sure that our voices are heard, that our communities get the resources that we need, and that our children and our children's children thrive. And so that is why I do the work that I do. And that is why I am involved with Save a Girl, Save a World, because I think it's ground zero in making that a reality. And I plan to continue to stay involved. Actually, my goal is to work myself out of a job, right? The, because, you, you you know, I'm not, I'm not one that, you know, we have, you know, people that hold on for dear life. It's incumbent upon us to train the next generation. It's incumbent upon us to pour into and to, and to share everything that we've learned in our life experiences and, and in our, our um, educational experiences and in our work experiences so that we can step back and have you all take the mantle and move it, move it forward and then give back too, because I think that's, that's how we build a better world. That's how we build a better community. I really appreciate that, Ms. Letitia. And, you know, like as me being someone who is loves to be a part of a movement for people who help people, I'm really inspired by your message and why you think it is important to uplift and empower and educate the younger generation. You know, like I think in terms of, you know, a presidential standpoint, I'm like the president of my student council at school. You know, I'm trying to represent, you know, for the younger classes and just being mm-hmm. like, this is the position that I want you to fulfill. I'm not sure if any other um, Black students became president before, but I need I get to be the face for this year. But, you know, just like being the leading example for them and just wanting to show them how to be leaders, how to, you know, just how, how to move a force and just like we like to say at school that student council is the heartbeat of the school. I need to mm-hmm. show these students how to do such. And with all the leadership skills that I have learned and all the conferences that I've been to and all these mentorships, like I have so much to bring to the table. And, you know, if I can be just a small part of someone's growth and becoming a leader mm-hmm. or being a part of a movement, then my work here is done, honestly. <laughs> But thank you so much, Miss Letitia. Again, I'm just so inspired by your work and everything that you do. And I feel the heat and love and your passion to uplift uh, everyone through the screen. It's emanating. So thank you so much. <laughs>
And moving on, Miss Morgan Stinson. Um, so she is, you know, like I said, a part of this huge organization and just like a part of financing, investing, and she just knows so much about it and has learned to invest in, you know, kids my age or just like those who are underserved. And so I want to know, uh, you were also on this on the panel uh, during the summit, and I want to know what were the gems from there that could, you could place into our conversation today for my listeners to get a little tidbit of what we learned at the summit. Um, well, uh, so on, at the summit, I was participating in, um, a panel that was about when and where, and I spoke more so about, um, not necessarily always your outside appearance, which is definitely something important when making a first impression, but being more, uh, cognizantly aware of, you know, how you show up and how you were received in every room. And so, you know, a lot of the students have been trying to um, understand how they live this social life in 2022, as well as balance, you know, some of the things that they aspire to be related to their career. And so just understanding, you know, every opportunity that you, you know, walk out of the house is an opportunity for you to meet or run into someone that could add value to your life or be the reason that you may receive an opportunity in the future or even be a potential investor in your business. You know, you are your brand. And so people ultimately are investing in you. And so making sure that you are cognizant of how you're showing up, how you're received, and then also what that first impression is that will transcend past the initial, you know, meeting or intro that you get, opportunity that you get. And so that was kind of what I focused on. I think, you know, I can't remember exactly what I said, but um, because I'm always dropping gems, but just making sure that, you know, like I said, that you're just, you're aware of how you're showing up, how you receive and that, you know, every single, I guess I could leave this one here, you know, relationship capital is the most valuable asset that you will ever um, come across in your lifetime. Because people are what provide opportunities, um, not nothing else in this life does. And so over time, what you learn is that people that you might have met years ago end up in places where or say your names in rooms that you are not in. And that leads to another opportunity or a random call or a blessing that showered upon you. And so just to remember that everybody that you meet Um, Take a relationship inventory, you know, and when you are at a point where you're searching out what's your next opportunity or what's your next move, remember those people that you've come across in life Um, and maybe either even what they aspire to be check in and um, always leverage your network. But that all starts with you and your brand. And so if you're, you know, if you're kind of half step in it, just know that that's what you're going to get back. So um yeah, that's that's a little bit about what I talked about. I think that the women in the room um, are all very smart and that's why they're there. But sometimes we get in our own way because we're trying to live up to this new social media image of what we think is so popular and cool. And I mean, I, I'm I'm a young adult and I still I have a, a daughter, too. So I know my my day is coming where I'm going to have to fight with her over eyelashes as well. But, um, you know, we, we just we want to guide the young women to know 
you know, what you should see for yourself should go beyond just today or tomorrow. You know, you should be able to see yourself where you want to be and you should show up every day to be that person. Um, so, you, you know, you can design yourself based off of characteristics that you want to achieve. You can design yourself based off of a dream or a vision or an accomplish or a goal that you set for yourself. But whatever it is that you want to, you know, set for yourself in the future, just make sure that every day you get up and you work towards that. Mm hmm. 100% I can totally agree and you know like this is why they always say you know like always show up as your best self present yourself in this the same way in every single room so then like you said when people go off to these other events when people go off and network somewhere else and your name gets brought up you are subconsciously making connections with people that you haven't even met yet just because you presented yourself in such a positive way in front of these people that you know you're meeting at events like this summit and you know um I think just like showing up as your best self and being your authentic self is like the first step to being comfortable with who you are. Because if you show yourself in a way that's not really 100% who you are, just kind of like in a way where you kind of have to play a role, it becomes harder for you to, you know, show up in these rooms where people know you for this one thing or people know you for another thing. It's like you have all these roles to fulfill. So you might as well make it easier on yourself and just become your most authentic self in every space you enter. Um, but as we're wrapping up this wonderful conversation, just talking about the summit, our experiences and how it all tied into what we all took out from it. Um, I want to know, what are you all's expectations for next year's summit? Morgan, while I have you, why don't you go first? I mean, I don't have any expectations per se. Um, the only request I probably would have is, you know, I love the singer, but you know, we need some some more some singers or some entertainment that is a little bit younger, more your crowd, a um, little bit more engaging. But other than that, I don't have any expectations I, other than it's going to be better than the one this year because they keep getting better. And I think that everything is a learning experience. And I'm just excited for next year. Um, I cannot wait to see all you ladies in person and then also to kind of get some feedback from the mentor program and some of the activities that we do throughout the year um, between summits. So I don't have any other expectations. So, Miss Letitia, what about you? Do you have any expectations or anything you're looking forward to for next year's summit? I think my, my expectation expectations are that the summit will continue to strive for excellence that it will continue to grow, that we will continue to bring in a, a, a whole new cadre of young ladies. I'd like to see um, us expand to include more colleges. I know that the Speak Up project that um, I'm, I'm directing with SACSO as a grantee, they're working in 10, uh, at 10 colleges and universities. And I would one of the expectations that I have is that it, the organization and the summit can expand to those colleges and continue to expand beyond. I see this organization as is this, the organization's growth to be unlimited. And with the, the vision of the leadership within the organization and the board supporting um, the leadership of the organization. My expectation is that it will continue to grow and thrive and uh, we will 
we will see um, young ladies that have come through Save a Girl, Save a World in really significant um, and important roles in our society that will help us to change uh, the trajectory of our country and also to improve the state of our communities and the state of our world. I completely agree. The growth will always be there and it's always everlasting. And, you know, like I think something cool that we can uh, incorporate is just like bringing in like alumni from Save a Girl, Save a World that have gone through the mentorship program or they're off doing their own thing in the world to come back and just give like their origin story and just like speak about the greatness that was instilled through them through SAGSAW. I think that's something that we can, that's cool that we can implement into next year. Um, but thank you so much, Miss Letitia, for your piece. Um, and Darnisha. To close us out before I ask my or ask you all how my listeners can be a part of Save a Girl, Save a World, uh, do you have any expectations or anything you're excited about for next year? The only way is up. So, you know, that's the only expectation. Bigger, better. Like Miss Letitia said, having young ladies from all the schools that are a part of Speak Up, which is 10 HBCUs, having them come and be a part and just enlarging our territory so that's my only expectation love it thank you so much Dinesha and while I have you Miss Dinesha why can't you uh, share with my listeners how they can become a part of Save Our Girls Save the World so if you'd like to be a Save a Girl Save a World mentor or mentee you can go to our website at saveagirlsaveaworld.org that's o-r-g Save a girl, save a world.org. And the form to become a mentor or a collegiate mentee is in the website. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Save a Girl, Save a World. On Instagram is Save a Girl underscore Save a World. You can also find more about Speak Up on the Save a Girl, Save a World website as well under programs. Um, if you want to see if your schools, one of our schools and you want to join or if your school is not one of our schools but you'd like to still participate you can find us there and on instagram at speak up underscore sagsaw that's speak up underscore s-a-g-s-a-w hey <laughs> i have a question yes ma'am can girl young ladies that are in high school join as well um, they cannot join Speak Up because it's an HBCU-based project, but they can join SAGSAW overall as a mentee because we do have high school mentees and you can apply on the website as well. Thanks. You're so welcome. <laughs> Alrighty, I think that wraps us up. Everyone, I want to thank you all so much for giving me your time and just speaking on your experience at this weekend summit and just how Save a Girl, Save a World has uplifted and molded us in so many kinds of ways. Um, but thank you all again, and thank you to my listeners for listening. And this is Perfect Timing. Hey, Jay, stay